Wow, 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 guys. Sorry about the delay, um, having some technical difficulties. As you can see, I am in the process of getting everything together um, here. I'm so sorry for all of the drama. Oh my goodness, let me close my curtain. <laughs> and so, ah, and close up this curtain, y'all, it's crazy. I'm just having, ah, everything is falling. Um, everything is falling out and whatnot. And I'm just like having a day to day. And as you can see, I have a black eye and I am showing you this black eye for a reason. Oh my God, sorry. <laughs> Please forgive me guys. <laughs> Please forgive me because this is crazy. Um, just, you know, it's just, everything is crazy. <laughs> but uh, just, oh my God, please forgive me. Guys, thank you for tuning in. This is a special um, tyrant. And um, and I just wanted to make sure that I came on today. Um, this is because of Gwen's request yesterday. And I um, wanted to make sure that I was on today to follow up with the, um, the debate. The debate, actually, the presidential debate. So um, here we are, you know, me online, discombobulated, showing my closet that's all messed up because I'm in the midst of, of um, renovations and stuff like that or what have you. So excuse the mess, excuse the drama, excuse me for coming on like this or whatever. So the black guy, the black guy. The black guy is because this should be how this is how most of you are feeling today. I'm almost certain that the majority of you today are feeling this way. And it's because of everything that happened yesterday at that debate. I think it was a, a it was it was a uh it was a mess. 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 And I just wanted to, you know, represent on how everybody is feeling beat up. So I put this fake black eye on today to represent how we feel after yesterday's event. It was a worse than a sparring match, worse than a knockout, dragout street fight. It was worse than any of those things. But all of that lies at the foot of our our person in office, IQ45. And that's one thing that I want to make clear that I don't hold any responsibility towards um towards the um towards um Vice President Biden. I don't hold any responsibility towards him as far as how the debate went and and how the um outcome became how outcome was now what i do hold him responsible for is he has a team of people who are supposed to be the best in the world and these folks did not prep him properly if you will i feel like when although we have the Michelle Obama theme of when they go low, we go high and all of that kind of stuff, what have you. Yeah, okay, great, that works, you know, in some instances. And he didn't have to go low and, and as low as, as IQ45 did. But I do think that he should have been in sparring shape. 
He should have been in sparring shape. He should have been in fighting condition. He should have been prepared for this. He's seen the video of how he stalked Hillary Clinton, walked around her, how he mollywhopped all of the Republican Party and became the nominee and then eventually the man in office. And I don't think that his team did him any justice because when it was brought up about his family and nepotism and money and all that kind of stuff, he could have easily just switched it off and said, Hmm. You want to talk about money? You have your son-in-law and your daughter working in the office who happen to get patents in China while she's in office that she couldn't get before that or what have you. So let's not go there. It's about the American people and bring it back. You see what I'm saying? He could have done that very easily. He could have easily not had to go into his son Bo's um, experience um, a, a, any further than what he did, and have to and have to defend Hunter saying that he had a drug addiction and all of this kind of stuff. I just think that it's ridiculous that he um, that he um, he that he. Um, felt the need to have to defend that or whatever when that's already been litigated in public opinion and in the public court and all of that kind of stuff. So I think that it's ridiculous. So, hey, everybody, thank you for joining in. I hope you didn't see the beginning where you saw my messy closet and all of the drama that was going on. We'll be dropping all of my papers, dropping my, uh, my keyboard and everything because I was so, you know, I was, this was not a planned show. This was something that I did for my girl, Gwen. Hey, Gwen. Um, the Black Eye, excuse, wait, wait, here it goes. The Black Eye, the Black Eye is to sympathize with how you guys feel today, beat up after that monstrosity of a debate last night. This is what this Black Eye is for. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to, you know, make a comedic attempt at lightening the mood because i know everybody was shaking their heads those who stayed through through the whole um debate god bless you i didn't i checked in and out and then i watched you know correspondence um do special clips i taped it so that i can watch at will what parts that i wanted to and when i saw that he started to lie and get too crazy iq 45 i zoomed past it hey Faye. hey mary hey everybody hey um sharon um for joining in thank you guys thank you guys thank you and i'm just like like, I'm just, I'm fed up because I'm like, Biden, come on. You've been the vice president. You've been in the public eye all of these years. I understand you have a, peach a speech impediment and all of that kind of stuff. But preparation is preparation. I'm sorry. You should have been more prepared because unlike some people, they are sympathizing and saying that, um, that oh, because of this, because of that or whatever. And I just blame his team completely because he should have been more prepared to defend himself. He should have been quicker on his feet. And I feel like he lost the opportunity for whatever folks who had joined in, whomever joined in that night to see Joe Biden and see him stand up against Trump and how they measured up within that first 15 minutes. Like they said, you got you only got one chance to make a first impression. So that one chance to make that first impression was wasted because now the, the media has taken the narrative and changed it in such a way that nobody is going to want to watch the next the next um, debate um, who was undecided, so to speak, undecided, or who was trying to figure out who Trump was for the first time. So I just I'm very I'm very upset about that because I feel like it was an opportunity wasted. I felt like they should have that they should have for him. Now, 
on the flip side of that. Now, that's just my, my opinion. I know that other people disagree with me and I know other people feel that it's 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 um it was unfair and that Trump was a bully and Trump was over talking and all of that kind of stuff or whatever. And I'm like, what else is new? We know this. They have tapes from him from 2015 and all of the years that he has been, the person that he has been. They knew what to expect from him. They knew what he was going to come at him with. They knew the, the low blows and the low moments. And in order to, um, and, and like I said, before a lie becomes the truth, you have to attack it right away. And Joe Biden did not have the wherefore or, or the uh, training or the, um, or the stamina in that moment to attack those lies inch by inch, step by step, and get back on message and back on point. Instead of saying, that's a lie, and and da, da, da. No, you say that's a lie, and you give a fact behind it. Like, that's a lie, unlike you, who hasn't paid your taxes, who's paid $725 in um, the last two years, and that's only because you were running for office, and when you were in office, before that, you didn't pay any taxes. Now, let's talk about the American people who are paying taxes, the nurses, the doctors, the frontline workers who are suffering through the coronavirus. Like, that's how you're supposed to spar with this guy. And you keep on going. And you don't look at him. You point at him. You point off to the side. You keep pointing off to the side. And you do that. And you look at the American people. And you talk to the American people. And you look at a person in the audience. And you focus on a person in the audience. That's how they should have trained him to do this debate. So I feel like he lost precious, precious time. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I just, just my opinion. I think that he really, he really did. German Kane's death. Oh, sorry. At um after the rally, yes, he should have. He should have. Yeah, he should have. Yeah, he should have mentioned that um the death after the rally and, and then um that um whatever. And he um and and I just feel like you know he lost a lot of precious moments that he got to reach a lot of precious people, especially being on the Fox Network. Now that being said, um I just feel like if 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 he doesn't get his act together because right now he's on this train thing he's on um it's called the um what is it called Charles? so he's on this this train um it's the um joe biden st he stopped in alliance ohio on his um train tour he's on the amtrak train tour so he's in alliance ohio today and he addressed some of that stuff or what have you but the damage is already done to the people that he needed to reach because people like you and I who already know, or maybe even have a different opinion from you and I, um, who already know that we have to vote and we need to get this um, IQ45 out of the office because he's an idiot. For those people who did not have that point of view, who do not understand that you need, that we need to vote in a way that is surpassed 2008 we need to bring out a coalition of 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 the poor people and the and the um people who identify as poor or cash or cash flow um i can't remember the terminology um for for the poor but cash flow um economic problems or what have you those people who are not registered to vote get those people to vote like it's at least um like at least a good 70 million people to 80 million people that you need to get to register to vote and and getting to those people now you have to get on the ground you have to get your people knocking on the doors with masks with um PPP equipment, giving it to the people, talking to them as you give them PPP equipment, you give them put um, um, viable um, 
information about the campaign, leaflets, pamphlets, all of that kind of stuff, hand sanitizer, everything. This is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to do that for the next 30 days. You're going to have to bust your hump from October to November 3rd, um, um, from October 1st to November 3rd. You're going to have to bust your hump. You're going to get your people out in the streets, in the, in, in the gutters, everywhere where there are people who are not reaching, you are not reaching on the television. You're going to have to do that because you were an ultimate fail as far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned when it came to the virus uh i mean not the virus the campaign yesterday you know what i mean so now let's talk about the campaign within itself hey cynthia curry let's talk about the um the campaign within it i mean the um the debate within itself the debate within itself was something that i felt shouldn't even happen it was a uh uh a, a tip and in 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 the and in the jar of of the Trump campaign. It gave him a chance to call out all of his racist and white supremacist groups and give them their marching orders. Did you guys see that since then the Proud Boys are now have new patches and they said, yes, sir. And they said, we're, um, we got our marching orders and yes, and we will stand down and uh, stand back and stand by or what have you. And it was something that it was just, um, it was crazy to be and um Herman Cain, Herman Cain's death. That's what it was. Herman Cain's death. Sorry about the mispronunciation or what have you. I saw that or what have you. Hey Alfreda, welcome. Hey Auntie Pat, welcome. I just feel like it's 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 to me, it's just you know, it's I'm all mixed up in emotions, guys. I really am. Because I don't want to say the wrong thing to turn people off to Biden because it's so essential that we so that we support him. It's so essential that we follow through with our vote. It's essential that we do this. And I don't and and I and I and I and I but I don't want to lie to you guys and say that it was a, a great debate when it wasn't. But the one thing that I will say is is that he definitely has an opportunity now to take it to the streets because I don't think that the next debates are going to give them the opportunity to reach those people who happen to tune in for those first five minutes and saw whatever. Now, the press, let's talk about how the press handled this because I feel like the press always starts to set a narrative and set up a, 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 our talking points that we seem to follow without without impunity. We don't seem to question what they're saying. And I don't think that it's fair for them to say that it was uh, um, it was a shit show and that it was, you know, chaotic and it was, you know, they were battling and yelling over each other and all of that kind of stuff. When you don't give IQ 45 his doolalas and his and his um true the true blame on him because he came there and he and he disrespected the norms and the rules of the democratic process, which he has done since he's been in office. And instead of saying the impeached president, instead of saying the criminal, instead of saying the one who lied on his tax returns, or the one who's being investigated and whose investigation um and on his tax tax returns um and his um and he and him being um being um investigated or whatever is because he got seven seventy nine thousand seventy nine million dollars back in taxes after not paying taxes you don't set the narrative up that way you don't set the narrative up to say how he was nasty and how he disrespected the process or what have you you're making it as if it was um good people on both sides if you will 
that same narrative. You know, there were good people on both sides, as IQ45 said, um, you know, about, about Charlottesville or what have you. And this is what the press is doing. And I find that to be very dis disturbing that you guys are actually having a conversation and asking questions about, do you think you lost the left um, um, and, um, and AOC and all of these other people? Why did you say that you beat Bernie Sanders? And all of these irrelevant questions and all of the simple, simple um, questions, simple-minded questions to try to simplify and still give this man the the, the the benefit of the doubt. And I don't understand what they expected Biden to do. Like Andrea Mitchell today said, oh, do you think that it was beneath him to go and say he was a clown? And it's not like he just went and cursed him out and called him a clown. It was in context to what was going on. He was like, I don't believe this clown. Like, what is he talking about? Which was a natural reaction. It was a natural reaction. And for them to question that and try to normalize what's been going on and still try to find some normalcy and decency within this person who has no respect for a person, who has no respect for religion, has no respect for military, has no respect for Black Lives Matter, for the Jewish lives, for the um for anyone. He can't even denounce um the um proud boys and racist groups. He studded and sweated and, and molded and all of this kind of stuff. And you're worried about what Biden said in response to his nonsense? I don't believe that. It true. What did you say? True says, um, I think, and this is just my opinion, Biden did the best he could given the person who he stood with. And you know what? I would say no. And I, the reason why I say no, he didn't do the best he could because there is a way to handle a bully. And you guys are giving IQ 45 superpowers like he's this superhero, superhuman, supervillain person. He is a human being and he is the most insecure and, and, and yet but yet narcissistic person I've ever saw and psychotic and all of those things. And, and you know, and, and I feel as though that wasn't the best he could do. Because the best he could have done was, at the very least, stood up tall, put that hand, pushed him to the side with the hand, and kept it like, this is what we need to talk about. Even if you couldn't defend or exchange um, insults with him immediately because you're, you're not thinking on your feet that quickly. What you need to be and what you need to be have been rehearsing and training for while you were doing all of these different, you know, sessions with your team and had a stand in for Trump and everything while you were doing that. I think that there was a lot more he could have done. And I think that when we as people, especially Black people, we have a tendency to give a pass to people because we are fearful of the outcome. We're fearful of speaking up about our truth and our power. And we're fearful of if we say the dirty parts or the uncomfortable parts out loud, it's going to shake up the universe somehow, some way. I don't believe that. I don't believe that anything we say or do is going to change the mind of anybody who is for Trump. They are just for him and there's nothing you can do about it. And anybody who's for Biden, they are for him. There's nothing you can do about it. But what we can do is critique him as, as our um, soon to be Democratic leader and the leader of the Democratic Party and let him know what he could be doing better.
and how he could stand up to somebody as ignorant and as foolish and as um liar um as as much as a libel liar as Trump. And we have to be truthful about that. We can't make excuses for him. He's a grown man. He's a big boy. He chose to be in public life. And he and he prepared for this moment practically his whole political career. This ain't his first time at the rodeo. Look at his debate stance in 2012 in comparison to today. Like, he needs to, I mean, not 2012, 2008, he needs to really figure out how to be more aggressive and assertive and not angry. The anger part, I get, but the aggression has to come out of knowledge and preparation. That's just my little two, th two cents. And it, and it was a mess and very difficult to watch. I just think that, you know, we just really need to just kind of um, chuck this one in the in the loser column or whatever. I really feel like he has um, lost an opportunity to reach the folks who were really trying to give him a chance. I think that the cheap shots that was that that um, that IQ forty five was able to get out were very. Um, They stuck. I think they stuck, honestly. Like I have this, you know, I always tell you that you have to stop, uh, um, you have to stop things before the lie becomes the truth. You have to, you have to, you have to kill it right then and there. And seeing the sound bites and seeing the, uh, the, uh, the, the, um, the playbacks and stuff like that, it, it just, it looks worse than what it was even watching it live. So just imagine those people who are looking at that. And I just feel like we could have done a lot better, guys. I just feel like we could have done a lot better. There's, uh, there's. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know how more, how much better to say that, you know. And you know, just like, and just like on the View, you know, Bernie Sanders was on the View, and Bernie Sanders was talking about how he felt like, you know, you know, Trump does was right, and and um, and not Trump that that um Biden was right, and that IQ forty five lied. He said, yeah, he doesn't agree with me. I wish he did, but he doesn't. But he has a plan, and he's going to extend that. He's going to let people who have private insurance have private insurance. He's going to lower the age of Medicaid um, to 60. And I wish he had an opportunity to say all of those things. Well, why didn't he? It was very easy to pivot back and forth. You're in control of your own self. And when you can't control yourself in the midst of chaos, you're getting the highest position in the land. And him throwing all of that at you is nothing compared to all of the things that you're going to go through. Just think about what the 44th president went through with all of the things being thrown at him and a Senate and Congress and who was against him. Oh, um, racial slurs, his uh, secret service being reprimanded and removed for partying and getting drunk in other countries while they're on duty serving him, people jumping over the fence with knives, making it to the kitchen, but yet he was still smooth and presidential and calm. So yes, we can demand more of Joe Biden. And, and this critique, I hope, reaches his people where they can tell him, be more stern. And stand up for yourself and be more, uh, you know, and, and, and be more and, and do more offense and defense 
and, and be able to pivot back and forth like an NBA player. I honestly believe that. And I think that, that, that it's a fair point to say that. And then I watched, you know, Roland Martin immediately after. And I don't know if you guys saw that. I, I, did, a, I did a live um, show, a watch party on my page. He sat in his living room and said he couldn't even do what I'm doing right now. He couldn't even do a post analysis of the debate because it was such a mess to him. But he didn't say it was a mess to him because of Biden. He said because of the lies that Trump told and he kept it real and held um, IQ45's feet to the fire. Unlike the main media on MSNBC, the only person that I saw that actually held him to the fire was Mika on Morning Joe, which I know I said I wouldn't watch it no more, but I couldn't resist to see what they had to say. Mika from um, um, on there and Jason um, and Jason um, Jason Wallace from um, he's a um, political analyst on MSNBC, and he said Jason Wallace said that you know this is what he said. He said you know. Stop saying that the debate was chaotic and a shit show. It's unfair to Biden. Trump was the cause of the decay in all of our democratic norms. And that is so true. He was the cause of it. Well, the part of the democratic North part was mine, but he told them, um, all the media that to stop doing that or what have you. And it's true. Stop doing that. Because the same way that you set up everything and everything was about the emails, the emails, the emails for Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and you did nothing about all of the women who had accused him of, of, um, of rape and sexual assault, the teenagers and the teen pageants who he um, who he um, was a looky-loo upon and all of that kind of stuff. You did nothing about setting the stage to do that and everything about those emails, those emails, those emails. And, and Comey, he put his finger on the pulse. I don't care what anybody said. Mueller was feckless with his report. Otherwise, you know, we would have been able to find out all of the information that we're finding out now about his finances and how he has us. You know, you didn't even bring up the fact that he's a security risk. You didn't bring up the fact that his kids are in office who didn't have security clearance and you made it so that they could get a security clearance. Like there is so many ways that you could have talked about that and brought it back to the American people. I just don't get it. I don't understand. And so, yes, I don't believe that he he was prepared properly. And I blame it on him, but mostly his team. They should have done more. I don't know, guys. What do you think? Hey, Cynthia Curry. Welcome, welcome. I don't know, guys. What do you think? I just, I'm, those are just my humble opinions on this debate and what I felt that I saw, how I felt it went, and you know, being honest about what was what 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 we what we should have been able to expect from the um, hopefully new to be president elect um, um, Joe Biden in his first debate um, in front of the American people and the world at large. I think it was a great disappointment on both behalves. It was a disappointment because I don't think that Biden was as prepared as he should have been, but I think it was a disappointment because. Once yet again, we were shown the world. We shown the world how dysfunctional we are and how crazy IQ forty five is. And I feel like we are, you know, the laughing stock of the world. And I feel like it was a very big missed opportunity from the Biden camp to set the record straight and to also set the pace for the rest of the um, the uh, campaign cycle for um, the twenty twenty um, election. Um, in November on November third.
And that's my humble opinion. I don't know. What do you guys think? Crazy am I? Or am I on to something? I don't know. So once again, I have, I keep pointing at the wrong eye because on the screen, it's the different eye. I have this black guy because this is how I feel after last night. I feel beat up. I feel disgusted. And I feel, you know, um, jumped, stomped in and all kinds of things. Honey, after that, I just feel like it was crazy and what have you. Trump look, um, look, took him off his game and made him um, not address certain matters. You're right, Jerry. That is true. He took him off his game, and you cannot allow that to happen. They're talking about you're talking about somebody who's going to have the nuclear codes. You know, you cannot win by default. You have to win outright. I'm sorry, you can't win by default. That's not that a TKO is good in boxing but not in the in the political arena you have to win by knockout you can't win by default you can't i'm sorry step your game up biden and biden team and i forget his the person that's in charge of his campaign the, the, the black sister with the short hair she got so much jibber jabber and she could talk a good game or whatever teach him that sorry that's just me uh, and Gwen, you says you're right. He has, he has, he has um, a dirty dog, and he, and he, and he should have been ready to bite back where it hurts. Exactly. It's so easy, Gwen and Jerry. Thank you guys for joining. And I'm sorry you missed it, um, Cynthia. It's so easy to be able to pivot from when he starts to learn about your son was dishonorably discharged, just that and a third or whatever and everything like that, to say, well, your daughter's got, got um, because of the presidential um, office and because of the office that she holds, she's gotten patents from China. They didn't have a. They didn't have a, a, a security clearance. You shouldn't even have a security clearance. People with the debt that you are, that you have, there's questions on that. You know, there's easier way. They, I don't understand that. If I could say that, just off the top of my head, sitting here talking to you guys, what was his team doing all of this time? They had months and months and months to prepare for this. What were they doing? This makes me want to hippo hurricane holler. I just, I can't deal with it i can't i'm sorry guys i cannot accept this win by default it just rubs me it grinds my gears and i grapple with the folks who are willing to just you know not call iq45 out on his bullcrap but not only call him out on his bullcrap but also tell the truth about this win by default you know, we have to be honest about that. We uh, we have to be honest about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm saying. <laughs> I have to be honest. You know, Brother Leon, you're just joining us. Hey, Brother Leon. Yeah, everybody say hi to Brother Leon. He's just joining us. Hey, everybody. Sorry I'm late. <laughs> Better late than never. <laughs> oh. God. So I guess debate, 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 debate. Yep. So, Abe, you are absolutely right. Trump was doing him dirty, and he really didn't do much to defend himself. Yeah, absolutely, the way he should have. And that's and, and that's my point. I'm sorry, guys. That's my point. Brother Leon, I know you and I differ because we had, you were texting last night back and forth. What's your opinion? What's your take on it? Uh, you know, here, here's what my opinion. First of all, excuse me, I don't think there should be another debate. I will not watch I agree with you. 
Okay, wait, 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 before you say anything else, let me just get to that point that you just made. Before you joined in, that's what I was saying. I said that he lost a very monumental moment. He lost a big moment, and his team didn't prep him for this moment. This was the greatest moment that he had to reach people, and he's going to turn people off, and people are not going to join in. And that's what for the next debate, and he lost a big moment here. And that's what I was saying to the folks. So go ahead, finish. I'm sorry. He was drunk. I mean, and, and let's face it now, in my opinion about Biden and, 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 and his mix, I felt, you know, I'm glad he didn't indulge Trump, and here's why. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, we are fighting a little cold, guys. Um, the whole show would have been just him playing defense. Trump took a page from the Kellyanne Conway playbook. You ever see Kellyanne Conway in an interview? Her strategy is to dominate the conversation and keep the interview on defense. And I'm glad Biden didn't fall into that because he kept constantly being interrupted. You only get two minutes. But what happened, Trump laid out nothing. At least if you had a point by point, at least Biden laid out a point what he would do for COVID, what he would do moving the country forward, what he would do about health care. So you have to really like look into the weeds. But he did quite a bit. When they asked Trump, what's your plan for the future? They were talking about Oh, he wants to clean this. And the thing with the forest is a joke. So you got millions of acres. And, and instead of, uh, of, of claiming or, 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 or acknowledging what everyone knows that climate change is the problem, you want to talk about, oh, there's leaves on the ground in the forest. Right. So who are you going to get to rate millions and millions of acres? That, that is just so dumb. And, and, and it was dumb. From now on. But it, but see the thing, Tim Scott, the token from South Carolina. Pardon me, I hate to call another black man that, but it is what it is. He's going to say a few minutes ago, or maybe he misunderstood the question. Really, you asked three times. When you say white supremacy, you denounce it. You don't say which one. No, white supremacy as a whole. It's not defined by groups. And and that and that's what Jason Johnson said on um on um, MSNBC, he was like, um, he said, he said, you know, not only did, did are they are the are the um, media misrepresenting it and 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 not and not taking taking Trump to task, IQ forty five to task the way they should, but he also said, if you are in an abusive a relationship and you, uh, you if you if you're being abused, not an abusive relationship, excuse me, he said, if you're being abused and you say to to someone, you have to denounce abusers, and you say, well, what kind of abuse? Sexual abuse, exactly. physical abuse, da da da, and he said that's the equivalent of what the media is asking of him. You know, and, 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 um, and whatnot, instead of just instead of just broadly being like it was just a blanket statement. You just about all of them. You say you just about all of them. You say, no, it's not OK. And how hard is that or whatever? But with, with the forest thing, I, I just want to make a point about that. I don't think that that particular um, issue stuck with the American people because nobody is really talking about it. Even today, Chris Christie, like you said um, with Tim Scott, Chris Christie today, he said that, oh, because he was part of the prep team of um, IQ45, that it was maybe misunderstood. What's misunderstood? You know what? People see with their own eyes. People, okay, they did a, you, you see the latest poll, this from Fox now, with women who the basis of, of, of the debate last night was to get what got him elected, to, to swing back, to pull back the women vote. The women vote now is split 66 to 28 in favor of Biden. That's not going to 
birth between now and end of their they were turned off by two things one their kids are heavily involved with climate control amongst the younger people that's why i'm glad biden brought that up and that's why the, that was a topic in the debate and number two what he said about biden's son if you're a mother you know mental illness affects one in four people drugs are pretty much the equivalent and then why Biden is talking, you're going to say, hey, he's a dope act, they got kicked out of army, rah, 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 and you can't even remember what, what you had bone spurs in where you couldn't serve. Women do not like that. That was a turnoff. That and his thing about the suburbs. Now, what Biden said was correct. Stop that 1950 mentality. Tell those dog whistles, racist dog whistles, don't exist anymore. In the suburbs now, you have blacks, Latinos, and white all a part of the same carpool. That to me was a big point. Mm -hmm. Because it, it, it's old, they're coming to get your kids. And you know they talk about minorities. You know they talk about black people. Exactly. So a dog whistle. Mm -hmm. And it is not the 1950s. So I'm glad that Biden did that. Right. And, and the thing, but the thing is, is but see, Brother Lee, and, and, I, and I hear all of that. And in a perfect world, I would agree with all of that. But if you guys remember from back in January when I first started back on radio with a fashion moment with Tai Chun, all the way till March 12th when we started to do the um, self-quarantine show, I have been telling you guys that this is unprecedented times and that things are going to change, that things are not going to change the way that you think they are unless you start to do certain things and what have you. And almost everything that I said and I called out has come to fruition. I want you guys to understand this. All of that is great. But you and I are, are intent listeners in the in the intent to make a change or a difference. Did you have people who are situational listeners who are listening because it has to answer to their situation? And those people did not last long enough to listen to those other parts. They lasted long enough to hear the clown. They lasted long enough, which was rightly said. And I disagree with Andrea Mitchell wholeheartedly. It was rightly said and it was in the right context. And they 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 didn't get the chance to hear Biden be presidential. They didn't get a chance to see Biden take him to task. They didn't get a chance to see the strength that they needed to see within Biden on that stage. And that was a missed opportunity. So no matter how, no matter how much we re-litigate this case. It was a very big missed opportunity for the people he needed to reach to change the, the dynamics of the vote to whereas we don't have to rely on just the mail-in ballots being counted months and weeks and whatever later that they're, they're predicting, that it would be an outright win because it'd be a swoop of voters, of new registrations, of new people pounding the pavement and doing that. And in this 30 days on this train tour that he's doing on Amtrak, they have to get out and knock on doors. They have to knock on walls. They have to walk in alleys. They got to go in bars. They got to go everywhere where the people are. And they have to give out PPP equipment, wearing their PPP equipment, and also handing out um, leaflets, flyers, and information. They have to turn it up and turn out a vote that was never seen in American history because they lost a great opportunity in showing Biden being presidential enough to stand up to a narcissistic idiot. Well, you know, the only way for you for that to happen is 
you need to have a mic shut off because even Wallace just couldn't control this guy. And that was his mantra. That's what he wanted to do. So, I mean, you can say that it missed an opportunity, but you got to look at the other side. Trump did more detriment to, to himself than what Biden didn't do. And I think he did that big time because, for one, he's galvanized so many people now. Like, he just played his hand. And for anyone, if, even if you look at the people that want offense afterward, even that's way two to one for, for Biden and Trump. That's going to be across the board because still, this is still America. When you see things like that, like, like, like with the vote, and it's like I said, that's going to stay on people's mind that he did not denounce to stand down and stand by. You see what happened in Philadelphia? So that is America. That's who he was talking to. Let's not mix words and let's not get it twisted into pretending into pretending that. And, but wait, but wait, wait, brother Leon, wait. And let's not, you know, because that's what we have to let people know, and we have to let people realize that that's who he is talking to. Those people who are literally blind, dumb, deaf, and blind to the um. To the, to the suffering of anyone other than the person that they see in the mirror and people who look like them. And that is all he had to do. That was his only task. That's all he prepped for. He wasn't out there trying to do anything with anybody else. So let's not be fooled into thinking that there was some other strategy. That's why he did what he did, because he feels like if he can galvanize those people, send out bullhorns telling people to watch the polls and watch the people and make sure that those people are not doing something at the polls and threaten and, and intimidate folks. That was the opportunity that the democratic process gave him. They gave him a world stage to make sure that he ran home, rang home the, 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 um, the, the um, notion that they are the guardians 
of other people and they are the ones who has to make sure that other people don't vote and that people are intimidated and that if he's not the, if he's not the winner at the end of the day that it was all a farce and it was all fake that's all he was doing he wasn't there to do anything else this is why biden lost because biden was there to do something else and i think that he lost that opportunity well i'm going to differ on that <laughs> the same people that heard trump say that and the proponent proponents there is and the, the number of people that are against it far exceeds that his base is still not that big and it will not be expanded now and also his base are not these dumb people who don't know any better his they know better people that look at him to hold on to some semblance of white power that's right. what his base is they don't give a shit not, a lot of these people are not dumb and he plays to that, but that is not nowhere near the majority. So but the like point the is, is that the majority don't vote. The, old, the people that are against it, they heard the same thing. And they're just going to say, no, we're not going to have that. It's not all one side. That's not true. So That's not true, brother Leon. That's not true. That's not true. The majority of the people don't vote. That's the problem. The majority of the people don't vote. So the people who do vote, who were now scared to vote because they don't want to run into people with guns and all that kind of stuff and feel for their, fear for their safety. And now they fear also sitting in a mail-in ballot because he has demonized that. You, we're not listening to the whole story and playing it right and talking to people the right way. We need to be telling people, you will be safe. You need to tell people that you can send in your mail-in ballots and if you do dare to venture out and stand online to vote, you will be safe. This is what we fail to realize, that the majority of people don't vote. That's how he got into office. That's why he is doing what he's doing, threatening people through the American media. And nobody is calling him out on it. The reason why he got, didn't get in, why he got into office is 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 that that's a whole that, that's a that's a whole nother show because that that was just bad politicking by hillary clinton She's but you can't lay it all on her feet you but there, but there was people who didn't vote she only won by seventy-two thousand votes in three states right with the lowest turnout it, it, it doesn't matter that, that it, was it does turnout. matter and that's the problem three, if he lost by three million votes with the low turnout then if there's a bigger turnout, that number's going to go way up. But did you now, just hear the words that were coming out of my mouth just now? The yeah, point no, of no, him I doing did. what he's doing is... to people being that afraid not to vote. There are a lot of people that said, listen, I don't give a shit, I'm going to vote. You know why? I watched the early voting. I watched seniors that came in wheelchairs that said, I don't care what, I'm going to stand here. This guy, an elderly African-American guy, said, I've been online for two hours already. I will be here all night. I will reach in my car and get a blanket if I have to. There is a lot of people that feel that way, and we just can't say Trump, 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 Trump. There is, and about people are more aware, and people are not going to have that. It's not an aberration that people are going to say, oh, no, we're not going to have it. There are people that are going to say, we're not going to have that shit. Okay. This just happened in Philly. They were physically thrown out, physically. Okay. So if you go to vote and you see us, I don't. They, I, no, it, 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 I find it hard to believe that that amount of people are going to be so intimidated that they're going to stay home. 
I don't think that that's going to happen. I just don't think that people are going to be that fearful. Okay. Because if you're going to be that fearful, you're talking about minorities. No, I'm talking about people. I'm not talking about minorities. I never said minorities. They're just not going to have that. I never said minorities. I'm talking about people, period. There are elderly white women that might be scared by all of this stuff. There are elderly white men, Asian men, Spanish men, uh, all, uh, all of all ethnicities who sat and watched this who are going to be intimidated. We have to speak to those people. We have to assure those people. And less of doing that, you ensure the fact that you are missing out on votes. Like Reverend Barber said, you have to get out and go into where the community and talk to the poor people, get them registered, and get them, and, and you have to do that. And he missed an opportunity. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I cannot, you know, everybody, you know, wants to be complacent and everybody wants to keep saying it. Everybody was so comfortable with Hillary that you just knew you had it in the bag. And I don't think that you should leave any tur any leaf unturned during this process and no, getting people in. This is the most important, this is the most important vote in the history of the United States. This is the most important election in the history of this country. Yeah, so Rodney- there won't be a country. Absolutely. Rodney, Rodney Nelson said, Rodney Nelson said, um, just vote for Biden. No need to debate on anything. And I agree exactly. with you. I agree with you about there's no need to debate, but I don't agree that there's no need to get information out to those people who are no, disenfranchised. I, 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 those those are people right. who are disenfranchised. Those people who are disenfranchised, those people who are disillusioned, right. those people who are misinformed and all of that, which is why we are here today talking about this so that we can get right. all of the point of views out there so that all of those people in those corners who are in fear from my point of view, which I see and Brother Leon sees it, um, the half is glass, half is um, half full. I see it as half empty. I don't think it was a bit that they've done enough. And I think there's a lot more work to do while he's on that midnight train to Georgia running through the states. He well, needs to know, be I doing what he needs know. to do. And my bill about the glass is half filled, people forget that the glass can be refilled. <laughs> what we have to do, I agree you 100%, we have to get people to be engaged, especially younger people. This is not time to have a nonchalant attitude, oh, my vote don't count. You know what? If you think your vote don't count, then move to another country where you don't have a vote, and then you see how much counts. But see, you but see, but we can't even have that kind of discussion because I just showed you what people say. Go to those countries, do this, do that. We can't use that language. We have to just be 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 um, in, in this instance. This is where we go higher. We cannot tell people to go to another country. We no, have no, to tell them to I fight. Saying, but I wait, let me finish. In let, other countries, you don't have the right to vote. So don't piss on the right that you have here. That exactly. Not to, not to physically or literally move, but they should take a look at what lawlessness is. They should take. They a already look see at what, what lawlessness is. What, what dictator is, and if that don't get you to vote, then you know what? But then when shit hits the fan, you have nothing to say. Shut the blank blank up. Yeah. You, know, you right now, you have to be a part of the solution. And the solution is you have to vote. And you put emphasis, which is very important. I hope everyone's listening. These down ballot votes you have to have. One thing that Trump said was right about how he's important. 300 judges he's going to have that he uh, 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 picked by 
but wait, wait, before you get to that point, Brother Leo, let me read what, what Medallia said because there's something that I want to get in. Is I'm glad you brought up the courts because there's something I want to talk about about packing the courts and the messaging that they're talking about the Democrats packing the courts when the Republicans has been doing it all along. So before you say that thought, let me read what Medallia said. She said that we need to be able, we need to be at the um, polls helping to cover people just like the moms who came out to protect the protesters. You're absolutely right, Medaya. Thank you for saying that. That is so true. You know what I'm saying? That is that is so true. You know, people, you know, and so now back to what you were going to say about those about those judges, um, um, Brother Leon. Brother Leon? Well, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, back to what you were saying about the judges. judges. What were you going to say? Oh, no. He he has appointed three, and he brought this up. This was the only thing he said why he should be reelected. He appointed 300. He, by the time his term is up, he would have appointed 300 federal uh, judges. Okay? Now, this is why these down-ballot elections matter actually more than a presidency. You need to have from council all the way up to Senate, because a lot of these blue states, they may be blue, but the legis legislative body are Republican, controlled by Republicans. Because Democrats do not turn out for down ballot voting. And until we do, we're always going to have this problem. And the appeals court's going to be stacked with federal judges that are conservative, so everything's going to be overturned. Mm -hmm. Even down to your local legislator, where you, where you, where, right. like, I like when I spoke to you, like spoke to you guys. You, elect, you, you have to elect. They have to get involved down ballot voting. That's and like I told you guys about yeah. this story about in Louisiana, a man who got a life sentence for stealing a weed whacker, and his court case came up to the Supreme Court, and they and they reinstated his his sentencing. They they held held up held his sentencing. He got a weed whacker. It's not like he, you know, shot up the state senate. He had a weed whacker. He stole a weed whacker, and he and he's been in jail for over twenty years now, and he has a life sentence. And this is why, when they say, and this is the thing I, I can't stand about the Republican Party, and uh, and and then um, these are the things that I'm disappointed in about the Democratic Party because the Republican Party and the media are running around talking about how that Biden is going to stack the courts. He's going to stack the courts. He's going to stack the courts. What have they been doing for the last three and a half years? As you heard Blow Brother Leon say, they have over 300 judges in all of the circuit courts. And even this judge right now who is um going who is going for the Supreme Court, she's only been in service for the three years. She's She doesn't have enough judicial experience to be a Supreme Court justice. But yet, she's one of the appointees that he had in one of the lower circuit courts or what have you. That's called stacking the court. When you hold up a president who has nine months left in his presidency from doing his legal obligation by the Constitution and not even hold a hearing or even meet with Merrick Garland, and, and you have the audacity to say that it is your right because we won the election and I wasn't president, voted president for three years and um and I have the right to do so. But what about Barack Obama? He wasn't he wasn't president for seven years. He was president for eight years. He still had eight months. We weren't in the middle of an election cycle. People hadn't cast a vote yet. So 
This is what these the Democrats have to start attacking on. They've already been packing the courts. So if we extend the courts, what difference does it make? Because it's something they started already. And the media needs to say that too. I'm sick of them not, not holding them accountable. It's ridiculous. And they're, they're making that a big issue. And exactly, Medallia, for the last five years. I didn't hear any of them say that, I think, once this morning. Not one of them said that. Exactly, Medallia, for the last five years, they've been filling the court seats and what have you. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm telling you guys, these are the things that are important. And this is why you have to know everybody, down to the door catcher, the crossing guard, everybody. Anybody who holds it, and a lot of these judicial... And a lot of these judicial, yes, a lot of these judicial positions are electoral. A lot of them electoral. A lot of them. Hey, Danielle, welcome to welcome to um, a special edition of the Tyrant, and this is you know prosecuting the case to change the narrative. This is the post-election uh, coverage or what have you. Brother Lee and I are going in on about the um, about the courts and stuff like that. I keep pointing at the wrong eye. I have this black eye because this is how I know all of you feel after last night's debate. You feel beat up on, you feel abused, and you feel used. And so I have a black eye today because this is the resemblance of what happened to me last night. I was pimp slapped and beat down. By, by IQ forty five and his abuse, and by and by and by who I was supposed to be the police officer, that guy, whatever his name is, Chris, whatever he was supposed to be the the um the police officer that came to take the report, and he let me get slapped again. <laughs> he didn't know how to how to hold him down, honey. He just let him keep whooping on me. <laughs> Chris Wallace. <laughs> Thank you, Medallia. Even, you know, Rick Santorum, who, you know, is a staunch Trump. Even he, you can, say, you can see the disbanded face. He's like, I, I can't believe what I just saw. And, uh, <laughs> he's just, wow, he was speechless. Honey, I'm speechless. Y'all don't see this? I keep pointing at the wrong eye because on the camera, it's the front of this eye. <laughs> Y'all don't see this? I don't believe this either. <laughs> it's this eye. I can't. I can't right now. I can't. <laughs> because I'm looking at the camera and it's like looking in the mirror. It's the wrong eye. I keep going like this. <laughs> I'm disillusioned too. I don't even know what eye they beat me up in anymore. Like he don't know what foot had small birds, bone spurs. Like he doesn't know what foot he had bone spurs in. I don't know which eye he punched me in anymore. <laughs> Son of a legendary journalist, um, Mike Wallace, who um, would have never let 45 do what he had just did. Uh-huh. Exactly, Medallia. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Last night was a complete disgrace. You're right, Danielle. Absolutely. Unless he had control of the mic, I would like, I mean, Wallace, you know what? Like, they said he did a poor job. You know, the guy, he said, I don't mean to yell. And he told Trump, he said, well, talk to him too. He said, no, Mr. President, it's you. But like when Trump keeps talking, you cannot physically shut him up. Yes, you can. Go up there and slap him. <laughs> Do what he did to me. <laughs> Give him this eye. <laughs> That's who I blame, and I'll tell you why. The 
they, they know they had to have known Trump was going to do this. And two things. One, Wallace tried to do some, some things that actually worked. He would get the facts before he would answer the question, before he would ask the question. That's the kind of what, what you call preemptive fact-checking. You have to fact-check. I don't care if you have someone there, fact-check them for both. And just say, no, excuse me, that's incorrect. You can't let them stand there and spew lies because he was going to do that to keep Biden on the defensive. But when that, that didn't work because Biden kept turning on talking to the people, he just turned into Trump on steroids. And, and, and it, was, it was just sad to see. He looked like a defeated man. It's what, see, Chris Wallace said that he wanted to, his role was to be the next day story who was the commentator right. and he failed at that but let's not let him off the hook because the questions that he asked biden were, were very pointed in a very fox news network way because he is um he is um he said something about the the, the cities that, that that were on all of this violence and everything. He never once said anything about Black Lives Matter. He never once said that um, that they were marching for justice. He never once said that it turned violent because of such and such. He used those talking points talking about those cities uh, that already are violent and would you allow those? Would you disavow those white supremacists in the cities that already are experiencing violence? And he never said once how they made it worse by bringing in the the, um, the armed services and all of that kind of stuff. So it was very pointed and he. And, and and also some questions that he asked Joe Biden, I noticed that he said, well, your your position was supposed to be such and such. So why would you, you know, it was very... Well, like mind, the commission makes up the questions. So that's why I'm blaming the debate commission. Because for one, you had nothing to muzzle Trump and you knew he was going to do this. So your your solution was, oh, we're not going to have, uh, this is not going to be, there's not going to be any fact checking. Knowing that this guy told more lies than any person in history... You know he's going to use that as a weapon. So why would you not have that in to exhort some kind of control? And as a result, look at what happened. Trump just was Trump. And now the commission is saying, oh, you're going to do this, do it over here. Nancy Pelosi was right. If I was Biden, I would say, you know what? It's not going to be a debate. This man doesn't want to be a debate, doesn't want it to be a debate because he has nothing for the country, no plan, no nothing. I'm not going to engage him again. That's what I would say. And I'm not going to buy into that old people going to think. No, people saw the damn debate, and they know Trump is not going to change. So yeah. you're not going to expect any other. Okay, let's let's hold that point right there while I say let's hold that point right there while I say goodbye to the people on IG. We're gonna lose them. Talk to you guys tomorrow. I mean, on yeah, tomorrow on a fashion moment with Tai Chan, and we're gonna continue this with you guys. Um and um Medallia. Um, hey, Medallia, how you doing, my love? She says, Medallia says, I also blame the producers of the debate. Like Brother Leon just said, um, they could have um, they could have panned, um, panned away from 45 or cut his um, mic after two minutes. And um, then that is so true. And that's something that they're talking about now. You're absolutely right, Medallia. Because I remember last night you were watching that. And then, and then Michael Bay's didn't show, you know, people were calling in and stuff like that. And the reason why I keep talking about the fear, guys, is because I was watching multiple, 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 um, multiple um, channels and multiple networks and radio shows and all of that. You saw it, guys. So I, I, I had two watch parties on my on my page last night um, about the after about the after show or what have you from the, um, the debate or whatever. The reason why I said that is because a lot of people were saying my children were shooken. I had to take my children out the room. My 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 teenage kids who are um, at the age of voting asked me, will I be safe? One um, 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 Lawrence O'Donnell 
he was on and he read a tweet from a woman saying that her child was shell-shocked or something to that effect. Those are not his exact words, but he read a live tweet that was sent to him and will it be safe for them? So don't think that I'm just saying this stuff out of context because it's just coming out of my pretty little head. No, it's because I have been doing, yes, my pretty little head, Leon, don't laugh at me. <laughs> I am pretty. I am pretty. I am. I am. <laughs> so, you know, it's from listening to tons and tons of this stuff. Trust me, guys, I don't take this job lightly. This is my activism. This is my going out and marching. This is my $50 million man march. This is my march on Washington. This platform right here. And so I take it very seriously. I do a lot of research. I listen to you guys. I watch what you say. I, I speak upon it. Thank God for Gwen because she's the one who brought it up. Otherwise, we wouldn't even have this show today. She brought it up at the end of the show um, yesterday afternoon. And um and we're having this important discussion. We've been here past the hour. We're gonna go on until we, you know, run out of breath or I run out of saliva, one or the other. <laughs> Thank you, Madaya. Thank you. Gwen says, and Gwen says the Democrat, the Democrat just put um, a petition out today for um, fact checking. The Democrats just okay for fact checking, but they had that petition out before. But the, that's just like the same petition that that um, that the, the that IQ forty five's campaign had as far as. Um, you know, doing um, drug testing and checking his ear, all that kind of stuff. It's a moot point because they're not going to do it. They're not going to have fact checkers because the, because the, the because the Trump because the um the um the Republican Party the RNC are never going to go for that. They're never going to go for that. So they're not going to have it. So they might as well just can it. When his two minutes, he's going to say he's just going to use it for that, which is fine because then. But you don't think he can yell over that mic? That's going to be more than a disruption if he's yelling over once the mic is oh, shut yeah, off. They have to have that. If I'm Biden, I'm not doing a debate unless because there's no reason for his mic or any of their mics to be on while the other person's talking. And that's my point. Just like when I show a video, immediately my mic goes off. Immediately, my mic goes off. And speaking of that, guys, we're moving into the second hour of this special edition of the Tyrant. And I just want you guys to make sure that you share this. But in the beginning, you see my closet that's still being reconstructed. My apartment's under construction right now during this COVID time. So don't you judge me. And I have to put up my wall and everything. And also, guys, make sure. You and make sure you be a part of the country. Make sure you talk to people about registering to vote, get your voter plan together. Make sure that you get out there early and vote. If you have early voting places, I know mine is in Fort Greene is the um is the uh, Masonic Temple on, on um Lafayette Avenue. Um and I'm gonna vote early. I'm not gonna vote the day of, God be willing. And if I have to, I will be out there that day. Make sure you get your plan together, make sure you get your crew together. Remember, we talked about getting a party bus. Well, now with social distancing, get that party bus, put 12 people in at a time and keep sending them back and forth until everybody on your block and in your neighborhood has voted. Make sure that you make sure everybody has registered. We still have time for registration, guys. Get it together. We um, I think today is the last day for voters registration, isn't it? The 30th? Yeah. 34th? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So get it, get it together, guys. You know what I'm saying? I love you guys. You know what I'm saying? So please make sure that you do that. Now, Brother Leon, back to you. <laughs> well, I'm glad you cleared up about the closet because I saw the background. I said, what?
No, it was another ass. Because look, I'm still pointing at the wrong eye, guys. Look, I'm doing. <laughs> I gotta look. I gotta put my finger on my face in order to know which eye it is. Because you can see I'm delirious, and I let you guys see into my madness. Please don't judge me. Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Cannot let this Senate go. So all no, of you guys who got Kim folks in Kansas and in North Carolina and South Carolina, all of you folks who got Kim folk there, make sure that they're getting out there and get these Senate races going. Please. It's imperative because we can't win the presidency without the Senate. We'll it'll just be a it'll be a it'll be a, a lame duck presidency in his first year. So we have to make sure that we go in all of the down ballot votes. And don't forget that even your local votes count, guys, because it's important to be a part of your block association, your your community boards and all of that kind of stuff. Know what's going on. Don't wake up like I did, which now I'm I'm you know, because I'm um, you know, I'm part of um the um community and all that kind of stuff now because when i woke up and saw these bikes these city bikes taking up my sidewalk outside of my building i was like what the hell and then one then another day my my street was turned into a bike lane in a one way and just all of this craziness all of these buildings that they just built up out of nowhere and then they started changing the name of the neighborhood to uh clinton hill heights and bedford stuyvesant heights and 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 um dumbo and all of this stuff or whatever and i'm like where the hell did this come from where did the bam cultural center central district come from and these are the meetings they're in there these developers are changing your neighborhoods and the names of them to bring people in who are going to not respect the culture that has already been there so it's important that you that you learn how to vote from all all of them and and and, ju and just because just because the republicans that are in our vision are not the right people does not mean that all republicans are bad just like it does not mean that all it does not mean that all democrats are bad you have to look at their policies you have to listen exactly. to their platforms that they stand on and you have to vote for your local votes to make sure that those people in your community support you and your vision for your community. Now, when it comes to the upper ballots, we already see what it's about. We know we don't have no choice but to vote Democrat exactly. in order to change things exactly. and be able to get a fair shake, not even an equal shake, just a fair, 
just a fair shake. Just get off my neck enough for me to make enough money so I could be independent of all of this crap. <laughs> exactly. And that's all. You know, and yes, true, he is barbaric. He is very barbaric and it's sad and it's crazy. You know, you know, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for rocking in there with me. Medallia, you're quite welcome for this discussion. Gwen, you're quite welcome. Everybody, you're quite welcome. Brother Leon, do you have anything to say? Let's let's send him out with some oh, wonderful you know, words. <laughs> you know, listen, we cannot fail this time. This cannot be a repeat of twenty sixteen. And here's why. You may have a fresh start any moment you choose. For this thing that we call failure is not the falling down, but the failure is staying down. We cannot stay down this time. This cannot be 2016 all over again. We cannot stay down. Staying down is the failure. We cannot fail. We have to succeed. We have to vote. Biden has to be president. And we need to take over the Senate as well. That's the goal. That's the mantra for us, for people, you people of color, people that care. That's the mantra for us because that will save this country. Regardless of how we feel about it, this is our country. We live here. We can keep pissing it off and saying, fuck them, fuck them. Still, you live here. This is your country. So that's not the attitude to take. The attitude to take is I'm going to have something to say. I am not going to fail this country. Absolutely, Brother Leon. Thank you. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for um, for tuning in. And I will stay safe in you too, Cynthia. You stay safe as well. Guys, I'm loving on you as usual. Thank you for tuning in to this special um, um, broadcast of Tyrant, you know, prosecuting the case to change the narrative, the um, after debate uh, coverage. Um, I'm loving on you. Live a fleet free life. Take care of yourself. Take care of someone else. Go and vote from the Ruta to the Tuta. You need to vote. <laughs> All of those votes. <laughs> All of those votes okay. count. My... Say, like, you got to bring a straight from the country. You have to say from the Ruta to the Tuta. Ruta like to the Tuta. And this is my black eye in solidarity with you guys because I know you were all beat up and confused from last night. Don't let that beat you up and confuse you when it comes to going to the ballot box. Make sure that you vote. Live a free, free life. Love you guys. Peace out. Thank you, Brother Ty. Uh, this, this was a very important, much-needed show. Very important um, and very much-needed show. And should come away from this with some insight. Yes. But they should also come away with the message. With we the message. We have to vote. We have to vote. Live a free, free Peace life. Peace, love, everybody. Stay safe. Stay safe. Live a free, free life, guys. <laughs>